really it's a it's an opportunity to learn more about this other person that you're in conflict with where they're coming from what their perception is how they viewed whatever it is that happened between you that that created the conflict because you might have some assumptions that are totally wrong i know why i know why she did that or i know why he did that maybe you don't hey midlifers welcome to the midlife makeover show Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Today, we are talking about a topic that most people don't like to talk about, and that topic is dun, 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 divorce. Oh, I personally love talking about divorce because I actually had a peaceful and positive divorce that helped me to evolve into the person that I am today. From my divorce, I learned to love myself again, to create better relationships, regain my independence, discover more of what I like and don't like, rebuild the faith in myself, and most importantly, I uncovered my purpose in life, which is this show right here. My divorce was an absolute blessing in disguise. Don't get me wrong. My divorce wasn't all rainbows and sprinkles either. Divorce can certainly be a dark, scary storm in your life, but you have to trust that the storm will pass. The sun will come out shining and so will you. There is no doubt that divorce is a big change in your life. And just like our guest said during our interview, you can look at change as either an opportunity or a disaster. It's all about your perspective and your proactive approach to make the best of your divorce. I know this is not a major newsflash, but you can only control yourself. You can't control anyone else. So just concentrate on what you can do. You have the power to make a positive impact on a negative situation. Similar to what Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in your divorce. You be the light in a dark divorce. You be the one to step up and say, hey, let's make this a peaceful experience for you, for me, and for the family. You be the one that surrenders to the blame game, and instead of wasting your energy on pointing the finger, you use your energy to point yourself towards an exciting new chapter. No matter if you are pre-mid or post-divorce, there's something in this episode for everyone. If you are pre-divorce and haven't quite made the leap yet, 
I hope this episode gives you the courage you need to set yourself and your spouse free. If you are mid-divorce, I hope this episode gives you hope that you will make it through to the other side, I promise. And if you are post-divorce, like me, I hope this episode inspires you to break free from your past, embrace your present, and get you excited about creating a new future. A few reminders before we dive into today's interview. Number one, sign up for the Midlife News to receive insider alerts on new episodes, live shows, free workshops, and special offers. As a bonus, you will receive your free Midlife Makeover Toolkit and a $50 coupon for the Midlife Makeover Method online course. Woohoo! Just go to themidlifenews.com to get all the goodies. Number two, now that you have your $50 coupon, you might as well put it to use. Check out the Midlife Makeover Method self-study online course where I teach you how to break free from your mundane midlife and start your journey of transformation. The Midlife Makeover Method is a simple and straightforward process of breaking down all areas of your life into one small courageous step that will lead you to a midlife metamorphosis. Oh yeah. You'll be able to jumpstart your midlife makeover with clarity, courage, and confidence. Just go to midlifemakeovermethod.com to discover that next courageous step in creating your epic second half of life. Number three, join the Midlife Makeover Club. It's our private Facebook community for all things related to midlife, relationships, health, mindset, and more. You will get interview clips of the show, Instagram live videos, wise words from Wendy, and of course, some wacky words from Wendy. Basically, anything to help you live, love, and laugh through midlife. Just go to themidlifemakeoverclub.com and request to join. We would love to have you. And finally, number four, join us for the next Instagram live show. The cool thing about IG Lives is that you can meet new guests and ask questions live on the show. Just follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or the Midlife Makeover Show and click on live shows in my profile. Okay. And if you forgot any of those domains that I just rattled off, I will leave them all in the show notes for you. Let's get going on today's interview and doing divorce better. AJ Grossman is a master at navigating tough conversations for divorce, small business owners, conversations within relationships, and conversations within a family. AJ himself was married for eight years and experienced a divorce before happily marrying his current wife. AJ graduated from San Jose State University with a degree in business administration and was at the top of his Florida law school class. He immediately went on to achieve his Master of Laws degree in dispute resolution from the Strauss Institute at Pepperdine University Law School in California, which is the number one ranked dispute resolution program in the country. AJ's goal is to help people solve problems, and he focuses his efforts on providing solutions that protect the interests of those who seek amicable, amicable, did I say that right? <laughs> Resolutions in their lives. Everyone, please welcome AJ to the show. AJ Grossman, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. I am super duper excited to have you because this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. And what I told you before we hit record, the reason it's one of my favorite topics is because 
this particular topic helped me to learn the most about myself. So, AJ, tell everyone a little bit about what you do and why you do what you do. Awesome. Love it. Okay. Well, first, Wendy, thank you so much for having me. I feel so blessed to be able to share some time with you today. All right. A little bit about me. So I grew up in Northern California. I was actually born in Honolulu. My dad was in the Navy and he was stationed out there. And we moved from uh, Hawaii out to Northern California. So that's where I grew up. It's where I went to elementary school and high school and and college and uh, came out to Florida for law school. So that's what got me to uh, the Orlando, Florida area. And I've been here now for, I guess, about 16 years. And I grew up in a, in a household of, of lawyers. Uh, both my mom and dad went to law school. My mom practiced, uh, but my dad didn't. He did it to uh, advance um, to a, another position for the company he was working for. But I grew up in this environment where I heard legal speak, if you will, all the time. And I, I was always fascinated by it. And so in the back of my mind, I always thought, yeah, you know what? I, I think being a lawyer sounds really cool. And then <laughs> uh, finally, uh, life handed me an opportunity and I, and I took it. And so, um, so I graduated from law school and then went back out to California for another degree called a master of laws degree and came back to Florida. I took the bar, passed and uh, started practicing law. So I love the question, why do I do what I do? And really, it has to do with internal satisfaction and fulfillment. So I do what I do because I really want to leave the world a better place after I'm gone. Um, one child at a time and one family at a time. And I feel like I've been given the, the skills, the education, the talent, blessings, whatever you want to call it, to be able to do that really well for people. And so I feel like it's a good fit for me. And it just, it just, it, it really, really is a good fit to help me accomplish that mission of making the world a better place, one, one child and one family at a time. Nice. Had you ever actually thought about that before? Your why? You probably have. I have. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It just, it, it, I, even for myself, even when I say it to myself, I'm like, oh, God, wow. Yeah. I just like get all warm fuzzies inside. So you're an attorney now. Um, your website is Leapfrog. Is that what it is? Yes, leapfrog divorce. So, yes, leapfrog divorce. I love it. Actually, it's like such a good website. I, I have a thing with like really nice websites, but <laughs> but <laughs> I love. Awesome. So, why? What made you even think of leapfrog? That's got to have something to do with divorce. Oh, another wonderful question that I absolutely love. So, it's a combination of um, kind of personal things and business things and uh, prof professional things in the divorce community. So, on a personal level, uh, when I was younger, I was always fascinated by frogs. So, I had uh, frog Christmas tree ornaments, I had uh, frog piggy banks, uh, frog figurines, you name it, I was fascinated by them. So, they have a special place in my heart. And then when I was uh, um, getting my business degree, I remember studying a, a concept called leapfrogging, which is basically where one company takes what their competitor is doing and does it better. And better could be faster, cheaper, you name it. So they're leapfrogging the competition. And so when I thought about uh, starting my practice here in Florida, I thought, well, that's really what I want to do. I want to take what my other divorce lawyer colleagues are doing and do it better. 
And that's why the tagline on the homepage is we do divorce better. Yes. So, right, right. Yeah. And so I felt like there was so much missing um, things like, um, you know, really providing people with a voice and a safe place for their voice to be heard and providing people with empathy, understanding and compassion. And so many of my colleagues just don't want to go there. They say, you know, I, I went to law school so I could study the facts and apply the law and, and develop a legal solution. I don't want to touch those emotions or those feelings. And I'm very much the opposite, or I'm a combination of both. I do want to go there because it's so important for people. So do you actually help them with the divorce itself, like the actual legal aspect of it, or just the emotional, the relational piece of it? I, I do it all. So that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It wow, is. Good for you. I needed you. I wanted you. <laughs> I shared with you, I've been divorced twice and I've, I've shared uh, with everyone several times before I had a great divorce. And it's funny when I say that they're like, you know, yeah, right. but it's possible. It is yeah. so possible to have a good divorce. I mean, luckily I had my, my ex was a really good man. And we both were like, you know what? Him and I both in our lives, you know, up to the point by, you know, when we divorced, we're, we were at midlife. Right. And we're both like, you know what? We have both been through a lot of crap in our lives and through our childhood and our twenties and thirties. Why add one more thing that we got to go to the therapist for or have to, you know what I mean? Have to recover from trauma and let's just go into this with the mindset of, okay, like let's make this as peaceful as possible. It's, I mean, there's no way to, you know, divorce, it's going to be difficult, but I think if you go into it, in my opinion of, all right, we can do this. Let's come out better on the other side of it. So I love that what you said about doing divorce better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the number one complaints about lawyers is that we're cold, that we just don't, we don't listen very well. We have no compassion for what people are going through. And I thought, well, it doesn't have to be that way. Right. You know? No, it doesn't have to be that way. And I, I think, well, what it comes down to when you get to the legal part of it, it's like, okay. Papers are going out and that's like, there's that part of it, but underneath all those papers and all of that of who's getting what are these two people that are human beings being human built with emotions built with, oh gosh, now what? So where do you start with them? Oh, another great question. Love it. So I start with a consultation typically. Somebody will call me um, and they'll get on my calendar and we'll, we'll spend some time with each other. And I do consultations, I think, very different from so many other divorce lawyers. So I, lawyers, so I ask questions like, like this. So tell me what's keeping you up at night. Mm. What's causing you to lose sleep? Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you had a movie running through your mind and that movie was um, a, a cinematic experience of your ideal divorce, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. What does it look like during and afterwards? Right. And, mm-hmm. and what kind of dreams have you had for yourself over the years when you were a child, when you were a teenager, when you were a young adult? What kind of dreams did you have? What did you always want to do? Um, questions like, you know, 
if you, what have you done to try and make your situation better? And what do you think is the worst thing that could happen if you just continue to do what you have been doing with no changes in the results? And so I think that's very different from the typical legal consultation where it's, okay, do you own or rent your home? How many cars do you have? Do you have any retirement plans? How much is your income? How many children do you have? It's just, it, it's got to be more. So that's where I start, is learning yeah. more about this person who could become a client and who I will be working very close with. I want to know who they are as a person, mm-hmm. not just facts on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just thinking it's interesting because clients are probably thinking that they're going to you for the answers, which they are in a lot of ways, but really they're going to you for the answers within themselves. And they probably would have never thought to ask themselves those questions. And just like when I ask you, like, why do you do what you do? It's kind of like, oh, you know, like you have to tap into your heart. You have no choice but to tap into your heart instead of, let me look at, you know, X, Y, and Z of this divorce. It's like, no, it's getting them to look at it individually and collectively, collectively as a couple and then collectively as a family. So what about the children? Do they, do they, are they part of your process or is that kept separate or? So, so I handle children's issues, custody and visitation, and I do everything within my power and control to keep the kids out of the divorce process. And I counsel my clients to do the same. They don't need to hear what dad said last night at midnight in a text to mom (laughs) that was so harassing and disturbing. They just don't need to hear it. What, What children need, especially younger children, is to to know that their stability mm-hmm. is going to remain there yeah. for them that mom and dad as their stable parents are going to be there for them and mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about what mom and dad are going through they're not the cause they didn't do anything wrong this is just something that mom and dad disagree on and they're going to yeah. work it out yeah. yeah yeah i mean they're still a family it's just absolutely in, it's and it, it's evolving into a different form, if you will. Absolutely. I, I tell yeah. people that all the time. I say, you know, especially if they have kids, you know, you're always going to be a family. You're always going to be mom and dad. And a divorce is really just transforming a family from looking one way to looking a different way. That's really mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. I think one of the things I saw on your your one sheet, as we call it, um, is that you. I think you had gotten a master. Kind of, you have so. Like I said, look at your credentials. Good golly! <laughs> <laughs> but I think it said something on there: masters and for oh gosh, dissolution or resolution or what it, was it? It's conflict. A ma- conflict. Ma- master of laws in dispute resolution. Yeah, see, I was onto something. Yes. (laughs) So let's talk about that because I find that that's usually what they're scared about the most is Mm. the conflict. It's not even, Mm. I think sometimes for them, the end result, of course, it's signing on that paper. Well, what they think is the end, but it's having those difficult conversations. And so I, I just feedback I get from people they avoid that difficult conversation and then five years goes by and they still are in a marriage they don't want to be in. Right. right? 
Yeah. Right. Yes. So, uh, okay. So quick story. Um, I, I met my wife in law school. We got married in our, our second year of law school and we were getting ready to graduate and, along with thousands and thousands of other lawyers. And we went to a professor friend of ours and we said, you know, we're graduating with thousands of other lawyers. How are we going to distinguish ourselves from everybody else? And mm-hmm. she said, well, why don't you, why don't you look at getting another degree? And we looked at her and said, are you nuts? We just spent three years full time in <laughs> law school another degree why she says just just hear me out just hear me out so she she talked to us and she said uh, give this guy a call and and this guy that we called was well known in the, in the local legal community and he he talked with us and he said okay here's what you want to do go for a master of laws in dispute resolution but just not any program you want to apply to the top five schools in the country. And he named off all five. And so after that call, we said, all right, so who are we going to apply to? And, and we said, let's go for number one. <laughs> so we both applied to Pepperdine University out in Malibu, oh California. God. It's so pretty out there. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And in our, in our application essays, we both kind of wrote the same thing. And we said, we're a married couple. So you're going to accept both of us or you'll get neither of us. Wow. So so they they accepted both of us. And so so we went out and lived in Malibu for 10 months, right on the the, the hillside overlooking the Pacific Ocean. It was just absolutely magnificent. And it was, the program was harder than law school. We wrote constantly. We had classes seven days a week, you know, weekends. And uh, I think my wife got published like two or three times from things that she wrote. And it was just this very, very intense 10 month program, a deep immersion in conflict. And so we had the most fascinating courses like like the psychology of conflict, communication in conflict, um, advanced mediation, employment conflict, medical conflict, uh, public policy conflicts. I mean, you you name it. We it seemed like we studied it. And so so we graduated this program with this this wealth of knowledge about conflict and with some really practical tools to help people approach conflict in a way that um, they could feel more comfortable, that would be more effective and more efficient at resolving conflict or at least moving it forward towards resolution rather than getting stuck in that fear like you talked about and five years later going, well, now what I'm going to (laughs) do. Yeah, and then it just gets worse within you and within the relationship and then you build it up so bad where it's like, oh my gosh, I was talking to a friend the other day and he was saying how much he cannot stand conflict. I was like, why don't we look at it differently? Maybe it's not conflict, just a conversation. Yes. I think it's our perspective of conflict. I'm like, doesn't have to be so bad. No, no, it doesn't. And really, really, it's a, it's an opportunity to learn more about this other person that you're in conflict with, where they're coming from, what their perception is, how they viewed whatever it is that happened between you that, that created the conflict, because you might have some assumptions that are totally wrong. Right. Oh, I I know why. I know why she did that. Or I know why he did that. Maybe you don't. Right. 
And I think that helps to, to stop the finger pointing, right? Yeah. She did this and he did that. And because that I find that's, especially in the very beginning, they're, they're wanting, and I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like maybe it's, and I did it 1.2, where I almost feel like it takes the pressure off of yourself or that takes what you think is taking that guilt away of having, to, you know, you, you want the divorce. So it's easier to point it at the other person, like, oh, I, I'm going to have to do this. I mean, look at the guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, right. yeah. But it, what what do you think are some other ways to help the, to stop the finger pointing? Okay. So I call it the blame game and yeah. blame and judgment really does nothing to advance a, a difficult conversation towards resolution. So as best as possible, just eliminate it. You know, neither one of you can change what happened in the past. Does it really matter who was at fault? I mean, really, truly, does it matter in resolving the conflict? And so rather than trying to, to, to get to the truth, whatever the truth is, depending upon who you're talking to or whose perspective you want to um, believe, just, just approach it with something like this. Hey, I noticed that there's been some tension between us or, or, or some conflict and we just haven't been getting along as, as well as we have. And I really wanted to find out from you what, what you know, how you see this, what your perception is. And, and so really, I want to invite you to have a, a, a conversation with me. And mm-hmm. is now a good time or would another time be better for me to hear more about how you see this? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, so non-threatening. So not threatening, like, oh, you actually care about what I think. Bingo. Yeah. 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 And that's, and I think that's so important too, because as you're going through something like divorce, it's important that you feel even valued through the divorce. Yes. And I, and I, and I feel that if you do that, it sets it up for, you know, we talked about before I hit record, uh, we talked about, cause you're in Florida, you just went through this awful hurricane and you were talking about the difference between the hurricane and the earthquakes in San Francisco and how hurricanes, wait, what did you say about what was so, better than, yeah. yeah. Somebody asked me, which is worse hurricanes or earthquakes. And I said, well, with earthquakes, you, you don't have this anticipation, this big buildup in fear. Oh my gosh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It just kind of hits and you're in the middle of it and you're in the middle of it. There's not much yeah. you can do. And then, you know, a few seconds later or 30 seconds, it's done and over with. And then you've got some, some aftershocks, but with a hurricane, there's this huge buildup. Oh, we've, we've got a disturbance out in the Atlantic. Oh, it's coming. Oh, now it's over Cuba. Oh, it's coming up towards Florida and it's building and building and building and building. And then it could hang around for a few days. Right. And then you've got the aftermath. So I think hurricanes are worse. (laughs) And I was saying, I was like, you know, divorce is kind of both of those. And I don't mean it in a negative sense. It's like you, you do have to prepare for the storm, no matter what level it's going to be, no matter if it's an 8.0 or a nine or the name of it, <laughs> you know, maybe we should start calling our divorces. I don't like naming our divorces, <laughs> but to me, I feel like you go into it knowing like you, you are prepared. Okay. I'm going into this, but I got to get ready for this divorce. Okay. Let me prepare. And then, yeah, there's going to be some aftershocks. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like people need to be aware of that. There's going to be those times when you're like, you're, it's official. Just like, just because the papers are signed doesn't mean it's over. That, right. that work has to start happening on the inside too. Right. But the best part of it all, 
is that the storm does pass and the sun comes out shining. And I feel that people, if they allow it, if they want it, they come out better and brighter through a divorce. Yeah, that is that is more often the case than not. I've had so many clients come to me afterwards and say, you know, when I first met you, I was in such a dark place and I just couldn't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And now with you basically holding my hand through all of this, I can now see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I am in such a better place now than I was when I first walked through your door. Thank you. And it's just, it's just a story that repeats over and over and over. Yeah. It's like, if you you know, you're going to have to go through it. Why not just make the best of it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For men, women. And I was telling you too, before I hit record, <laughs> I feel like I, I say so much good stuff. <laughs> um, men really need that help. And they, they reach out to me quite a bit. And which is, as you know, for men, men are not always the best at going, Hey, I need some help over here. Right. You know, like, right. But I think even for us women, like for divorcing a man, then to even like, we got to recognize that they're hurting too, even though they may not voice it, that we also need to recognize that and even to help them through it. Like it's going to be okay. You know, and I find, yeah. As, As human beings, we all have a a deep need for acknowledgement mm-hmm. and affirmation. And when we start to dehumanize the other person, looking at them as something other than human, we don't affirm, we don't acknowledge, we don't give, we don't help them feel valued or that their voice matters. We just discount, discount, discount. And so it's what you said was is so important. What can I do? What's within my control to help this other person feel heard, to help this other person feel valued, mm-hmm. and to help their perspective feel appreciated, right? Because their perspective is their perspective. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's probably just different from your perspective. Right. Yeah, totally, totally right. And uh, I know for me, this is great because I could totally relate to this subject. So I was so excited about it. I was like, yes, divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Besides you, probably the only one who gets excited about the topic of divorce. (laughs) it's, It's such a big thing, but it's, I, I find that I, I evolved a lot from my divorce and I'm so grateful and I'm grateful that I had a peaceful divorce because it really set me up to where I wouldn't be doing this right now. Ah. I would not be sitting here and I would have not taken an RV across the country last year by myself. And one of my favorite places to stay was Malibu right there. <laughs> on the oh yeah. Right next to Pepperdine. Oh my God. It was my favorite. Nice. But so I'm, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for that experience. And I'm grateful that, that I took the leap. And so speaking of, you know, I, I had um, several businesses with my ex. So that was a big hurdle, you know, to sure. have all that separation of all that stuff. Who's doing what? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. At the same time, I kind of had to start over because we were, so I had to take a leap and doing something I don't love. And, you know, I've raised the three boys. And so question to you for, and I'm sure this happens to a lot for women, especially 
they spent probably 20 years raising the kids. Now we're getting divorced. Crap. I have an empty resume. I changed diapers, like, you know, or I took them to soccer practice. Does that count to put on the resume? Right. So how do you help women with like, okay, with any, like, how do you, how do you help them to kind of move past that and to really get going on that next chapter? Yeah, you know, it's it's so interesting. And, and again, that's one of the things that I love about what I do. I, I take my counselor role or title very seriously. And, and so sometimes I tread into um, the role of a life coach. Sometimes I tread very close to the, the role of a therapist, um, you know, some kind of just life advisor. So so for, for women who have spent a lot of time um, in what I would call the uh, maybe 1950s stereotype typical, you know, stay at home mom, um, raising the kids. Maybe she gave up a career to do that. Maybe she didn't, but there's been this period of time where she's been out of the workforce. Maybe she let her husband handle all the finances, right? So she doesn't know what they have or what they owe. And so I I talk with clients like that about things like, um, you know, you you are going to be responsible for yourself. You're going to be responsible for your children. So it's never too early to start thinking about what you might like to do. And in today's world, there are so many options for people uh, with, you know, stay-at-home type jobs, remote work. Yes, uh, yes. You know, the, the gig economy and the internet has brought so many opportunities. They don't have have to think about a job or a career in in an old style traditional sense. Really, they can create whatever it is they want to create. And so I get them, I get them thinking about those kinds of things by asking questions like, what have you always wanted to do? You know, if you didn't have kids and you didn't get married, what do you think you would be doing? What's always fascinated you? What are you passionate about? You know, and, and so I help them that way. That is one thing, of course, being the midlife makeover show, I have mainly midlifers on here, but that is the beauty of midlife. I feel it's like, you know, the kids are leaving the nest. Like, like now in, in we're getting divorced. Like, let's not look at this as a bad thing. Like, this is your time. Like, go yes. have fun. Go explore. Go try and a new job that you never thought you would like, you know? Right, right. Experiment, yeah. throw spaghetti against the wall, you know? Yeah. 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 I was thinking too, your, your logo uh, is so, so perfect. The leapfrog again, because I think about it too, like, yeah, it's making divorce better. What What's your saying? What's your we, we do divorce better. You do divorce better. Yeah. So I think about like the leapfrog, right? It's leaping from one lily pad to the next. And it's, I think about that in life. It's like taking that next step and going through divorce. It's like, okay, this is going to be a big, that's going to be a big, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but but you end up leaping into that next, that next step, that next hop into that next phase in your life. And I mean, leaping, yeah, it's action. It's taking, taking that leap. It's, it is leaping. Uh, My, one of my favorite quotes is, um, Leap, uh, God, what is it? It's one of my favorite quotes. I can't remember. Um, <laughs> leap, basically, it's leaping and trusting that the net will appear. Ah, yes. And yeah, just having faith, like it's going to be all right. You figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, even heard- through the divorce and after the divorce, 
you'll figure it out. Like you don't have to have all the answers right. on day one. Right, right. I've heard a very similar quote or, or story, and that is jump off the cliff and grow wings on the way down. Oh, I like that. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just 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 leap and figure it out as you're on your way and you know i think what it really comes down to is there's two ways to at least two ways to look at change right it's either an opportunity or it's a disruption or a disaster and if you look at change as an opportunity like oh something different now I have an opportunity to, to do something I've always thought about or something I've always yeah. dreamed about. And I have the control to be able to take that first step or that next step. I love that. I was just thinking too, you can usually tell with people, especially after divorce, when that finally clicks for them, like, oh, wait a minute. I have an opportunity here. Like I could actually change and I don't need to question and ask, can I do this? Should I do it? Like, just, you can do it now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Exactly. Right. You can, be, so you can awesome. be a real, real adult and make your own decisions on your own. <laughs> yeah. You do need more credentials. You have like, is there a ninja credential? You're like the divorce ninja. <laughs> I love it. I, I truly love what you're doing. There needs to be more AJs around. For I sure. agree. Thank you for yeah. that, Wendy. All of that, all of that training is paid off. I think so. I in a, in so. a non-monetary yes. way. Yes, yes. My my payoff is when when somebody says, um, you know, I, I'm in such a better place now because you helped me, or you know, um, I get this a lot. Um, you know, I called three other attorneys before I had a consultation with you, and you have shared more information with me and talked about things that no other attorney ever did. Thank you. You yeah. know, and that's my that's my satisfaction. That's my fulfillment really mm-hmm. yeah, yeah they're they're not just another case right yeah right wow but tell everyone where we can find you okay so the best place to find me is online www.leapfrogdivorce my phone number is there email is there all my contact information is there so now can you do cases is it just florida So I am licensed in Florida. However, over the years, I have helped people who live in other states, but their spouse is here in Florida uh, or, you know, they were married in in Florida, lived here for a while and and they moved away, but but their spouse is here. Uh, But I can't handle a divorce for people in, say, Arizona or California. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm here in Chicago. And one thing I know for sure, everyone left here and went there. So. (laughs) (laughs) You should have a lot more clients. Oh, boy. <laughs> you got plenty of people there, right? Oh, yes. Yes. AJ, you are so awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Wendy. It's been such a pleasure. All right. Happy divorcing, everyone. <laughs> and now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one, ask yourself what you have done to try and make your divorce a better experience. Number two, If you had a movie running through your mind and that movie was a cinematic experience of your ideal divorce, what does that movie look like to you before, during, and after your divorce? Number three, children need to know that their stability will remain there for them and they did nothing wrong. Number four, you will always be a family. You will always be a mom and dad. Divorce is just transforming a family from looking one way 
to looking a different way. Number five, look at conflict as a conversation and an opportunity to learn more about the other person. Number six, eliminate finger pointing. Neither one of you can change what happened in the past. And does it really matter who's at fault? Number seven, prepare for the storm of divorce. Trust the storm of divorce will pass. The sun will come out shining and so will you. Number eight, jump off the cliff of divorce and grow wings on the way down. You will figure it all out. Trust me, have faith in yourself and your journey through divorce. Thank you so much, AJ. I really enjoyed our conversation. We definitely need more AJs to make divorce a better experience and to make the world a better place. Check out leapfrogdivorce.com to find out more about AJ Grossman and how you can do divorce better. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate you. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.